afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. We are here. We are live. And we are about to embark in a couple of hours on about, by my estimation, about nine hours of wrestling straight. Uh, not sure how many of the nine hours I'm going to be able to watch. Because uh, I have the distinct feeling that without fail, that by the time we get to the evening portion, I'm probably going to be passed out. But what we do have, uh, I'll get to uh, Worlds Collide. I mean, excuse me, I'll get to Clash at the Castle uh, possibly tomorrow. Now, from what I saw of the show, I watched the whole show, and then I started watching it back because I thought I was going to be able to get the review in before it was time to uh, sit down and do NXT and AEW. Uh, and... I came to the realization a couple of, I got up to, I think I was up to about Shayna and, and Liv, and I realized that, yeah, if we are serious about putting out an NXT episode and an AEW episode ahead of Worlds Collide and ahead of in the head of uh, All Out, that we were going to have to pause, put a pause on uh, doing the video for uh, Clash at the Castle. So, what we are going to end up having to do is we are going to have to do all three videos tomorrow. Now, what we're going to be doing right now and what we're going to be doing pretty much as soon as we finish, as soon as we finish, this episode of NXT, we're going to go into our episode of AEW. Uh, this will be the first episode of Word on Wrestling that is exclusively dedicated to AEW as well. Now, bear with me and definitely uh, allow me the opportunity to see what we can actually make happen. Uh, going to go ahead and take a look at the NXT episode. Uh, that aired on Tuesday. Uh, I also, I did 
also watch the final episode of NXT UK, but I did not as of yet get the opportunity to watch NXT Level Up. Uh, so that I intend on doing, I want to say for the next episode of NXT, uh, that isn't, uh, with the pay-per-view. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited about what can potentially happen here, uh, in regards to in, in, in regards to NXT and what they intend on doing between now and the opening of NXT Europe. Uh, I did make some predictions for Clash at the Castle on the Clash at the Castle episode. And needless to say, I did change some of those picks before the show went live. But, you know, the picks that I made live definitely Um, so let's, let's, let's take a look at the show, uh, clearly, uh, let's see, Grayson Waller defeated Apollo Crews, uh, he needed some rakes to the eye in order to get that done before he hit him with what I call until I see, find out what the actual name is, the Grayson Effect Cutter. Uh, Creed Brothers and Damon Kemp were backstage in their uh, in the uh, Diamond Mine Dojo. They were prepping for uh, the six man tag against Gallus, and Roderick Strong came up and said, "Hey, man, I want to show you guys this security cam footage." Uh, but they didn't want to hear it, and uh, now all of a sudden, now uh, Kemp, Damon Kemp, is being vocal about not liking Roddy Strong. Uh, so that is definitely an interesting wrinkle to the story. Uh, pretty much the only thing he did was just stand with uh, the Creed brothers. But this is the first time that he is actually vocal about. Um, huh? I have no idea who I just picked in that poll um, because I'm, I think I picked Creed brothers, but I don't think Creed brothers is going to walk out and I'll explain why. Uh, but Ivy now and Tatum Paxley pull up, and you know Ivy's telling them they they need to get it together. Tatum's like, yeah, Ivy broke my nose, and, and look, I'm on her side. Um, and they have a match coming up against Caden uh, Carter and Katana Chance, the uh, NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Finn Balor pulled up on Braun Breaker. Uh, definitely interesting, given that uh, Finn Balor is from the UK, from Ireland, but. Obviously, with him being more of an NXT staple than an NXT UK staple, I believe he only wrestled on one NXT UK. They uh, uh, well at the time they were pay per views, uh, so I believe he only wrestled on one, which I believe it was like the first one, uh, uh, Takeover Blackpool against uh, against Jordan Devlin. Uh, so you know. And it's, that's going to be a theme for the night. Uh, we did get Toxic Attraction in the Toxic Lounge awaiting that tag team uh, women's match. 
and Caden Carter and Katana Chance did pick up the victory over Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. Uh, basically, uh, GG and JC would leave the Toxic Lounge, which they have uh, been known to do. Uh, a lot of times you'll see all three of them in the Toxic Lounge, and then you'll just see uh, Mandy Rose. And then all of a sudden you see uh, Gigi and JC interfering in whatever match they were out there in the Toxic Lounge watching. And, you know, they pull Ivy now off of the, uh, out of the corner, off the ring apron. And, you know, JC does do a little distracting to Tatum, but for the most part, the focus was on Ivy. And then Kaden and Katana hit their cool, you know, neck breaker 450 or, you know, I don't recall what her exact, what the exact move is that, that the part that Katana does. And I mean, but it, it's a sick looking move. Not, not, not going to hold you. Uh, so, you know, they talk about, you know, after they get the win, they talk about getting, um, going up against Ivy and Tatum again. And with them not having a match at, worlds collide they're gonna go ahead and throw like a party you know they, they love to party and rave and all that stuff so they're gonna go ahead and throw a party in the parking lot but guess who i'm not really sure that's a good idea so definitely what happens next definitely saves them from some trouble um dewdrop and nikki ash appear now dewdrop was never technically a member of NXT, but she was in NXT UK. Nikki Ash, as Nikki Cross, was in NXT. I don't recall her being in NXT UK, but she is from the UK. And they have been tagging, even though there was the uh, them in the background. And it seemed like they were going to break up on like a recent episode of I believe it was on SmackDown after they lost the second chance um, for after they lost the second chance four way, um, but they came out to challenge Katana and Kaden, and that was like the perfect fit for uh, who could challenge for these women's tag titles at Worlds Collide. Because I mean, honestly, a lot of people gave. Um, Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa Flack, where it was like, because it was New Japan versus versus AEW at Forbidden Door. And then they tried to sell it as, oh, both women wrestled in Japan, both women wrestled for stardom. And it really wasn't flying. Like, I mean, if you look at the match, there was nothing wrong with the match. Like, you know, both of them are pretty good to, to great women's wrestlers or wrestlers overall. Tony Storm, you know, I, I would put her ahead of Thunder Rosa in, in, in the wrestling department, um, even though I haven't seen it as of yet in AEW. Um, you know, one pie to the face, you know, sent her running from the grind. Like, personally, uh, if I'm her, I would have took that. I mean, and then she also hit Charlotte with a pot of the face. So that's that's the one thing I never understood about her leaving due to getting pied in the face. And everybody made a big, big deal about her getting pied in the face when, you know, she pied Charlotte back in the face. So, you know, a lot of people made a big deal about that and felt that she would be treated better in AEW. Um, so, you know, she got, she, she, you know, she got the title match at Forbidden Door and, you know, things didn't 
work out in her favor, and Thunder Rosa was able to retain the title. Uh, we were headed for the rematch due to injuries and everything like that, so that, you know, Chris Statlander getting injured, but I really couldn't even see Chris Statland Statlander. I didn't see as somebody that was going to be getting this title shot. It looked like she was going to be getting the match against Jade Cargill. Uh, at least that's the way everything was being lined up. Uh, you had the baddies against Statlander, Velvet. I mean, excuse me, Statlander, um, Statlander, Athena, and, and I can't remember who the third woman was. But you know, uh, Statlander gets hurt. Uh, Red Velvet got hurt. Like now, Thunder Rosa, quote unquote, is hurt. Even though you know. Judging by the way Britt Baker talks about it and, you know, all the other innuendo and backstage news and stuff that's been bandied about, it's apparently Thunder Rosa lost her smile, but I'm willing to go at face value that it is a back injury, which I believe that's the last thing that Britt said it was, like her, her and she made, uh, she made, uh, I don't know if she was being healed or she just was trying to bury Thunder Rosa, saying that she couldn't carry the company, you know, comparing it to her wrestling with a broke wrist. I don't know. If you got a jacked up back, I had a jacked up back for like a month straight, March 2019, and that joint was not pretty. Um, and I could move, but it was like you felt like, I don't know, felt like the way that, I don't know, it just was something. Um, but... You know, other than that, so, I mean, they, because they, the only other option, which, you know, obviously it's not going to happen because uh, I believe both ladies got released from NXT, from their NXT UK contracts. I mean, unless you got two other women that, that, that were, that, that were still under contract, but the, the two most prominent would have been, were Miko and Blair, and they're both in the women's, in the women's uh, title unification match, um, so that would have been Zaya Brookside and Eliza Alexander, uh, because you know they they were teaming, they, they were they were a pair over in NXT UK, and they were teaming together. Uh, the only other option I would have said would have been Alpha Fire teaming up with somebody. Maybe she would have teamed. Maybe her teaming with Dewdrop. So or Jenny. I don't know where's Jenny been. <laughs> Um, I mean, well, uh, um, Gunther is over here in the States, uh, so I don't know if Jenny is over here in the States with him or if she is still back in, in, in the UK. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting. We got Kiana James. She did a promo, like, in her office, uh, you know, setting up her match with Zoe Stark for the evening. Uh, Schism did an acceptance ceremony. Uh, Joe Gacy wants Cameron Grimes to join. Cameron Grimes says he doesn't need them to go to the moon. Dyad attacked. Eventually, uh, Grimes was able to get the uh, get the upper hand, and then Joe Gacy hugged Grimes, and Grimes gets out the ring. Um, Dyad still wants a piece of him, but Joe Gacy is like, "Nah, chill. Everything's good." We still want him to join. Uh, Roxanne Perez 
sent a final text message or iMessage or whatever to Cora Jade, and then she blocked Cora Jade's number. So, you know, that feud is is, is far from over with. Um, as you could tell, at Heat Wave, it definitely didn't appear like that that feud would end. So I can definitely see that being a Halloween Havoc match. And apparently Halloween Havoc is going to be a premium live event uh, October 22nd. I would have preferred it to be October 29th, but I get it. Maybe they feel, I mean, but by the time they come on, I would imagine that people trick-or-treating would be over. But maybe they feel people are going to be out at their Halloween parties or whatever, uh, like Saturday, between Friday and Saturday. Those are probably going to be the two biggest um, Halloween party nights. Uh, So I I guess in a way I do understand them um, going the week before on, on, on the 22nd. And then even prior to that, there was the possibility that I figured that they, if they did it on T, if they kept it to the TV show, if they kept it to Tuesday, then it was possible that they would have did it on the 18th, going head to head up against AEW, because uh, AEW is getting bumped off Wednesday that week, and I imagine there's probably some other weeks where they'll be bumped off Wednesday, uh, but this was probably the only week that they were going to be able to shift the, the show to Tuesday. Because it's like a week or two before the NBA season starts. I believe it's a week before the NBA season starts, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they're going to be going head-to-head on on that Tuesday. So that was an option. But apparently the word is that, it's gonna, that Halloween Havoc is going to be an NXT PLE. Uh, so October 22nd, that, that, that should be a fun... If going upgrading from a TV show to a upgrading Halloween Havoc from a TV show to a PLE and knowing what I know from seeing the Halloween Havoc episodes on NXT, I'm I'm feeling real good about how the PLE is going to come off. Uh, Finley pulled up on Tyler Bate with a tablet and on that tablet, Pete Dunn is in the video chat and, you know, he's giving Bate you know, he's giving bait props, but also letting him know, like, yo, I'm the one that beat you in Chicago. I mean, you did beat me in the finals to become the first champ. Uh, and make sure you represent British Strong Style. Uh, Pretty Deadly and Lash Legend defeated Briggs and Jensen and Falvin Henley. Uh, Gallus arrived on the scene to draw Briggs from the ring, leaving the Jensen getting rolled up. And then the three-way brawl uh, broke out. Uh, I was a little surprised that Diamond Mind didn't involve themselves at this point of the show. Um, but they did have, like, security and stuff like that. So uh, to to kind of break that up, uh, we had Shayna Baszler pull up on Mandy Rose. Told Mandy Rose that she better win. <laughs> she better win today. Uh, this Sunday. Uh, J.D. McDonough heard Wesley call him creepy. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell weird, is weirded out by J.D. Uh, J.D. also calls Wesley emotional, so definitely we're going to be getting that J.D. McDonough versus Wesley match at some point. Uh, I would say within the next couple of weeks. Uh, not sure yet if that's going to be something for Halloween Havoc. Uh, Andre Chase was able to roll up Charlie Dempsey. 
Uh, Charlie Dempsey was decimating Bodie Haywood on the outside. I have a feeling we'll be seeing these guys again. Uh, I would imagine Dempsey versus Bodie first, and then he'll, you know, get his revenge on Andre Chase. Uh, KLR, a.k.a. Kaylee Ray, a.k.a. Alba Fire, pulled up on Miko Satomora. They both gave each other props because, you know, uh, you know, Alba was talking about, you know, Miko, be, uh, you know, being a champ. And then, you know, Miko said she beat a great champ, a.k.a. the forever champion. Those were some amazing matches right there. The forever champion versus the final boss. That's, man, that's what, man, if you got Peacock and you're not watching NXT UK or if you watch wrestling through other means and you're not utilizing those means to watch NXT UK, definitely you're doing yourself a disservice. Now that NXT UK is over, like, go back and watch NXT UK. I mean, I'm going to try to uh, do like a... Um, do like a segment of the show going back through the history of NXT and NXT UK. Uh, so, you know, if you don't start now, definitely if you if you listen to this podcast, like 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 the like if I if if I highlight something from NXT or NXT UK from the past, you have a week to go to go seek that out by whatever means. Whether you go to YouTube, go on the internet, go on Peacock, go on Hulu. You know, whatever you do, seek. You know, watch, watch what I watch what I highlight. Like most definitely, you, you, I feel like you you have to do that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see, Gunther he pulled up on Tyler Bate with the Intercontinental Title over his shoulder. So yeah, man, the battles that they had at Cardiff, and then you know the whole Imperium versus British Strong Style and Imperium, um, even though he wasn't involved for the most part with the tag matches of the Imperium versus Mustache Mountain matches, but you know just the history there. Like I imagine they have some other history in, in um in Europe, but for the most part, as far as NXT UK and um. That's that's definitely like Cardiff, take over Cardiff. Yeah, that 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 match was one of them ones, man. Uh, Zoe Stark defeated Kiana James. Kiana tried to attack Zoe with her purse after the match, but Nikita Lyons was able to make the save. Uh, Blair Davenport was getting interviewed when Rhea Ripley pulled up on her. Uh, Blair Davenport playing the role of Becky Lynch uh, walking into this, the one, the woman without any of the titles. Uh, so, you know, Rhea Ripley being the first NXT UK Women's Champion. And then I believe they're both from like this, uh, from like Australia slash in, in New Zealand, from, from, from that part of the world and having the connection that both of them have to uh, NXT UK. So definitely the picks that, that, that were made as far as who was going to talk to who, uh, definitely those were spot on. And I'm really hoping this Nathan Frazier versus Axiom match happens. It's supposed to be a two out of three falls match. Uh, Nathan Frazier was playing up the fact that, you know, um, Axiom is a totally different person than A-Kid apparently. Because uh, he was trying, he was getting, he was trying to explain Heritage Cup rules to him, 
Uh, and he's like, I'm not sure if you're going to understand this. And then Axiom is like, look, let's just do two out of three. And, you know, you know, they're reading the comic books. I believe one was a New Day comic book and the other comic book was for Seth Rollins. Uh, that match has not been announced for Worlds Collide. Not sure if they're going to have that match on the uh, on the kickoff show. If not, I imagine you would have to lock this this match in for the next episode of NXT on Tuesday. Like, uh, I have a feeling that that's where this match is going to pop up. Uh, although, you know, I wouldn't be mad at it being on the kickoff. Or, you know, add the match to the main card. Have it open the show. I don't know. But I guess with it being two out of three falls, then I would say the best two places for it would be uh, the Tuesday episode of NXT, or if they really wanted to run it tonight, then they probably would run it on the kickoff show. Um, Gallus defeated Diamond Mine. Uh, that was Creed Brothers and Damon Kemp. Roderick Strong came down with his phone to show the footage, uh, but Damon Kemp broke his phone, and then he eventually would eat a eat a clothesline in uh, the in, in the pen uh, for Gallus to get the victory. Pretty deadly. Um, ran in and then not long after that Briggs and Jensen got involved then we saw security refs officials and eventually the locker room uh cleared out uh that was of course everyone except for Braun Breaker who looked really excited about you know all the chaos that was going on 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 the monitor and then that's when you know we see a stale chair get unfolded and plopped down and then you know Braun get jumps up and then him and Chompa are face to face and Chompa's like have a seat so you know Braun sits back down on the bench Chompa sits in his pad in his steel chair you know he you know tells him all about like hey this is all about Goldie uh, we got Quincy Elliott, the Super Diva promo vignette. Uh, so, you know, he'll be showing up soon. I figure it would have to be the episode uh, after Worlds Collide. And then we got Trick and Mello, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And Carmelo Hayes is not happy, as you probably saw on social media, was not happy about not being booked at Worlds Collide. You know, I had my heart set on a Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes versus Noam Dar uh, match. Uh, potentially Heritage Cup rules. And the winner would be the Heritage Cup champ as well as the North as well as the North American champ. Or you could fight the uh the uh, you know the North American title for a little while under Heritage Cup rules. I don't know. It is. It just would have been something that it was something that really interests me. I still feel like Noam, Noam Dar should show up tonight, because um, I didn't hear anything about him being released or anything. Um, but you know, we are able. We're we're gonna be getting a match that I definitely was not expecting. Um, I mean, at least not expecting right now. I figured once Carmelo got up to the main roster, that 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 this match would be a possibility. But Ricochet pulled up to the performance center. 
And he was like, yeah, I know his worlds collide, but let's open it up some more. Like, we don't just have to have this be NXT UK versus NXT. Say, yo, let's open this up to SmackDown. Let's open this up to the blue brand. I want to become a two-time North American champion. And yeah, man. Uh, like, the bit that I really liked was Carmelo when he told uh, Ricochet, he said, you may be the one and only. And then Ricochet goes, I am. <laughs> and then Carmelo's like, no, I am. So, you know, that was a cool little cool little tidbit to go with, you know, their, you know, catchphrases or whatever. Um, and, yeah, man, he, he, you know, he got rid of Trick. Carmelo tried to do his thing. Ricochet wasn't going for it. And, you know, we got a North American title match. Uh, over on NXT UK, we got the final episode. Uh, we saw Blair Davenport become the number one contender to the NXT UK women's title. And obviously now we see that she's going to be inside the triple threat against the NXT UK women's champion Miko Satamora, as well as the NXT women's champion Mandy Rose. Uh, Saxon Huxley, he won his match. Um... I believe it was against Kenny. Yeah, it was against Kenny Williams. He beat Kenny Williams. Uh, Chase, you came out to show their support. Uh, but I believe that's where that story is going to end because I believe both Saxon Huxley and Kenny Williams, at least for this time period, uh, have been released. And then again, like I said, most of the NXT UK talent was posting about September 23rd. Uh, so I believe that's the first day where all the NXT UK talent that was released uh, will be available to actually wrestle. Like I know a lot of them have been getting their bookings together from September 23rd onward, I guess for however long that they feel that they're going to need it, at least for the, the rest of to get to uh, finish out uh, 2022. Uh, because at some point in 2023, and apparently it's supposed to be early 2023, uh, we're going to be getting NXT, UK, uh, NXT Europe. Um, in the main event, of course, Tyler Bate won the vacant NXT UK title, becoming a uh, the first two-time NXT UK uh, champion. Uh, he defeated Trent Seven. Uh, so at least for now, that story is going to end as well uh, with Trent Seven being released. And like I said, I, I was not able to view uh, NXT Level Up, but I, I will definitely um, I will definitely go ahead and view that um, ahead of uh, the next regular episode of. Uh, word on NXT. Uh, we got a couple of NXT call-ups uh, from the looks of it. One is official. One is not is, is as of yet not been made official, but uh, you can almost expect that it will be made official. 
Okay, not sure what you guys missed. Um, not sure it's something happened with my Bluetooth headset. Uh, and I'm not sure if the phone uh, microphone picked it up because I have been having issues for whatever reason with these with these iPhone with these iPhone headset microphones. I mean handset microphones, excuse me. Um, but yeah, uh, let's jump into the predictions uh, before anything else goes haywire. <laughs> uh, we got Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet. I feel like Carmelo Hayes is going to retain there. Ricochet is going to go back to SmackDown and do his thing. Uh, but I feel like Ricochet getting the title and lingering around NXT with the North American title. Uh, not so sure about that. Uh, for the tag titles, I feel like Dewdrop and Nikki, again, similar situation to Ricochet. They could win, but... You know, Kaden and Katana definitely need, need need a long rope as these other women's tag teams get built up. Um, obviously, you have uh, Faraz and Leon. And then you have Ivy and Tatum. You got Toxic Attraction. You got Nikita and Zoe. I imagine we're going to get some more uh tag teams uh, as as they rotate in and out uh, we'll probably get some we'll probably start seeing some more tag teams uh, for the women's division but as of right now those four teams seem like a good starting point and then being able to have like WWE women's tag teams come down you know that's definitely uh, that's definitely a plus like having Nikki and Dewdrop come down over in the men's tag division. That is pure chaos. Uh, I think in the poll, I actually picked the Creed brothers, but I feel like this is Gallus. Uh, I feel like Gallus is, is, is going to be the ones to unite these titles. Uh, I feel like Briggs and Jensen, I, like that, that was a surprise for, you know, who was going to, uh, who won the uh, NXT UK titles. Like, I remember Oliver Carter and Aston Smith winning them and thinking, you know, if Oliver Carter doesn't get hurt, like, I mean, excuse me, not Oliver Carter, Aston Smith. If Aston Smith doesn't get hurt, how does that all play out? ultimately leading up to Worlds Collide. Like, would they still be the tag team champions or would they have dropped them to, say, a Briggs and Jensen or to a Pretty Deadly or to a Gallus for, you know, a one-on-one -on -one match to take place? I don't know. Um, but I feel like Gallus is going to be the team ultimately inside this elimination match that's going to come away with this victory and, uh, you know, be the undisputed NXT uh, tag team champions. And then, of course, you have from now until NXT Europe opens, depending on if, you know, you want them to go back to NXT Europe or if you want Pretty Deadly to go back to NXT Europe. Like, there's going to be a lot that can be done between now and then for this NXT tag division, as well as uh, laying the groundwork 
for the NXT Europe Tag Division. Let's see. So that was what? That was three matches. I was pretty sure. Huh. Wow. There's what? Five matches for. um... There's five matches for Worlds Collide. I. Don't know why I was thinking that there were six, but apparently there's five. Uh, we got the women's triple threat. The women's triple threat. Uh, NXT champion uh, Mandy Rose. And then we have the NXT UK women's champion Miko Satamora. And then we have the NXT UK number one contender. The number one contender. And Blair Davenport. Now, if I was a betting man, and I am, even though they did not have a, um, even though they did not have a pool, they didn't have a pool for, um, for Worlds Collide on DraftKings, but, you know, we still gonna go ahead and and, and 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 make our picks. I'm gonna have to go with Miko Satamora. Like I have a feeling that tonight is gonna be about NXT Europe and about NXT UK. Like I'm not sure how long they'll have. As far as being champions, but I feel like Nico is the perfect person to carry both of those titles. And I feel the same as far as Tyler Bate as well. So I'm trying to think because I, 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 I was under the impression that there were six matches, but I might be getting um, Worlds Collide confused with Clash at the Castle. Because let's see, we got the NXT, you know, the men's, they're, they're unifying their titles. The women are unifying their titles. The tag team unifying their titles. 
and that that's the men's tag teams, and then the women's tag team titles are on the line, and then the North American title is on the line. Like so, I'm guessing a six match. If there was, then it, it would have been it would have been Nathan Frazier versus Axiom, and I, I got Axiom taking two out of three if that's the case. But as of right now, I don't think that match is happening on the pay per view. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. Uh, do some stuff real quick and then I'll jump back on and um and we'll talk about some AEW. We will have our first episode of Word is All Elite and uh probably really just run down because of how long it is we'll, we'll probably just run down the all the, the all out card and uh we'll touch on uh, Dynamite and Rampage as as that goes along. And yeah, man. This has been Jerome Says Word. And uh, you guys stay tuned uh, for the AEW episode and uh, in two hours uh, or well, one hour or one and a half hours, two hours, however you gauge it. Uh, worlds will be colliding. And I will be looking through my world kaleidoscope. Word. Out.